The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Coming up on today's experience, devotional diamonds of the day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but I sure have missed them this last week. Also, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. In regards to the media and the government, I sure have not missed them this last week. That's how that goes. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because you can't keep a man down who's got a bad knee. You just can't keep him down because I just keep coming like a bad cold. (laughs) <laughs> Just keep coming. and co- All right. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Goodbye. I'll see you later. Bye. Oh, uh, We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes... I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, that thingy. Here's the thing I want you to think about. This will blow you away, especially because in the second third of the last fourth of the last fifth of the last half of the show, we're going to be talking about Job and Satan. So here's a question for you. I'm just going to lay it at your feet. How much is Satan really involved in our trials and in our afflictions? Ooh, good question. Hey, here's the opportunity for you. If you got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question like, Dave, stop saying hey so much. Okay. Uh, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to have that opportunity to share. If you've got a praise report, this is a great place to share that. If you've got a prayer request, this is a great place to share that. If you've got a great recipe for Chinese food, great place to share that. Great. I mean, you know, if it's got to do with fudge, you call us up, you let us know, we'll use that recipe. That's how we feel about it. The way to get in touch with us, now that's the key. The way you can do that is you can call us. First and foremost, there's a couple ways, but here's the first way. You call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you'll end up talking to Amazing Jen. Let me tell you what that's like. That's like when things are tough and you get encouraged by talking to a steady friend. 
and then you will feel amazing. There you go. You better like that one because the next one I'm going to do is much more goofy. <laughs> I hope you like it. That's all I'm going to give you. You can also text us, by the way, for throughout the show, the text number 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. It's so sad because I haven't done this for a while. 214-210-8483. A little rusty. Got to work on that. Also, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. David, that's my name, at hemustincrease.org. We also want you to check out the website. On the website, by the way, a couple of things to remind you of. I have been gone for a week. For those that do not know, I'll give you the update when we come back. It was a disaster. <laughs> But I'm back, and that's what counts. Uh, in the meantime, whenever I'm gone for a week, the finances go like this. So I'm just reminding you, if you have the capacity to give, we would really appreciate that. That would be fantastic. Plus, keep uh, keep us in prayer because we're going to be teaching new uh, books. As we're ending these other books that we're going to, we're going to be teaching new books. And I want to be following the Lord, following what he wants for all of us. So be in prayer for us. We want you to check it out. Go to the website. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org Obviously somebody eating custard pie. That's obviously what that is, just in case you were wondering what that sound was. So here's the bottom line. We don't do the trivia question quite yet, so we'll do that in the next segment. But we will cover a couple things. I'll give you some updates. So I was here last week. I came back from a really uh, a pretty good trip, actually, picking up the grandkids. We've had the grandkids with us the entire time, so they're with us now eight days. Uh, they have adjusted to uh, General David. And uh, and then they love grandma. <laughs> See, everybody loves grandma. Why? Because I'm the one that goes, go do this, go do this, go do this. Uh, but uh, grandma is the favorite, so let's just be honest about it. Uh, bottom line to the whole process, something happened. I came home. My leg, it just absolutely went bunkers. I don't know what it was. We kind of feel it was a little spiritual in nature. We feel like there was a couple of things going on, but it swelled to twice the size. We had to go to the hospital. They did some draining. They had to put some morphine in. They did all this weird stuff, and they figured out that they have not a clue. They did a a, a sound. What is that sound thing? The the what is that thing with the sound? They do the ultrasound. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I knew there was a sound in there somewhere. And they did x-rays and did all this stuff and they drained it. I will tell you that the the doctor trying to be really nice said, oh, well, we'll get the results back in two weeks. But they rushed it. Stat. It was back within 24 hours. Apparently, I had these uh, flammatories or they're whatever they are. Anyway, they're supposed to be about 150 in my knee. And I thought she said there was 14,000 and Noel said, you're wrong. And I said, I'm never wrong. Okay, I'm wrong once. And uh, she said, no, there was 40,000. So there was 40,000 inflammatories in my knee. And they were all like, ooh. So I'm on a couple of uh, different uh, drugs to help me, or medicines, to help me uh, figure out how to get that square. And then the big prayer time 
is going to be Wednesday morning when I meet with the original surgeon so he can look at everything and tell me what's going on. Like, oh, we're going to screw this leg off and put a new one on or something like that. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. In the meantime, we're not going to get stuck on that because this one thing we do, forgetting the things which are behind and pressing forward to the things which are before us and what is before us. But First Peter chapter 3, picking up with verse 13, and this is something that people will absolutely positively dislike, and you're all going to be, gosh, we wish you were playing best of. Because uh, what I'm going to talk about, this is First Peter chapter 3, verse 13. It says this, Who will harm you if you are zealous for what is good? Uh-oh, here comes verse 14. But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? And then it says, do not fear their Im- intimidation. Do not be shaken. Oh, wait, What? In our country, everybody knows exactly what you do. Don't try and get all uh, woke on me. I don't put up with that. If you suffer for doing something that's right, according to our society, you get a good Jewish lawyer. That's what you do. And you sue, sue, sue. But according to the kingdom of God, we are blessed when we suffer for the sake of Christ, not because you're a schmo. When, we, when we're blessed, when we suffer for the kingdom of God, and the Lord considers that a blessing for us. And then he says, don't be afraid by their intimidations. Don't be intimidated. They're going to try to. If you suffer because you are a Bible-believing, born-again Christian, people on the planet are going, ha, 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 ha. But the Lord's going, uh-huh, I'm putting this down in my book, the eternal book here, putting this down in my book. Oh, that person made fun of him, huh? Going to put that down in my book. Oh, that person mocked him, huh? Going to put that down in my little book. Oh, look, they're just standing firm. Here's the bottom line. If you're zealous to do what is right for God, in other words, to be zealous is to be on fire. You're fired up for it, okay? You have a little bit of emotion that goes inside you. You got a little bit of action. You got a little bit of attitude. Got it going on. That's cool. You're doing that for for good. That's great. And nobody's really going to be against you. But if people are against you because you're zealous for what is good, and if you suffer because you're doing something that's right, God says, you know what? You're blessed. And you got to be thinking, huh? Huh? I don't get it. Here's the thing. When you and I go through this process, this is what identifies us to Jesus. And stop trying to make Christianity about an add-in on your American life or on your Canadian life or on your uh, life in Mexico or any other country. Christianity is not a part of national anything. Christianity is a living relationship with a living God made possible by the love of God, doable by the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, and activated by the empowerment and fellowship of the Holy Spirit spirit. Just stop trying to add something in there. It's hanging out with Big G, period. And when we're in that process, that's what takes priority. That's what takes precedent. And what he's saying is when we go through stuff and we're suffering for doing something that's right, that connects us to Jesus. And you're thinking, huh? Didn't everybody love Jesus? No, they didn't. And here is the creator of mankind in human form, and they rejected him, and they mocked him, and they laughed at him, and they despised him, and they made fun of him, and they called him flat earther. No, but that's kind of how it goes. And so it's that same feeling of mockery 
and uh, what's another word I'm looking for? Uh, it's like insulting. And so what the Lord is saying is that, look, even if you suffer for doing what is right, you're blessed in my economy because it connects you to Jesus. And then it says this, don't be afraid of their intimidation, which means they're going to try and intimidate. Do you understand that? That is part of what they do. How Satan tries to get people to, to, to walk away from the faith is he tries to intimidate them, make you afraid. The scripture says, don't be shaken. It says, do not be shaken. You think, but the country was so good before. I know, but if Jesus is coming back and it's supposed to be a disaster by the time he comes back, it's got to start becoming a disaster at some point. And people get really mad at me. And I love this because this is where you take the pre-mill, the all-mill, and the post-mill, and you just squish them all together. If you really want Jesus to return, you're like, whatever it takes, man. <laughs> whatever we got to go through. Come back, Jesus. Come back, please. That's how we should be thinking about it. Okay? All right. We'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ, as the Lamb of God, for you and I, God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And this is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. 
Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our first trivia question. Here we go. Now, you guys should know this one. I'm going to help you. Uh, the answer is bet- between one and a billion. Okay. In the book of Acts, how many men were chosen to wait on tables? In the book of Acts, how many men were chosen to wait on tables? The answer is somewhere between one and a billion. If you're trying to figure it out, Acts chapter 6, verses 2 through 3 would be the direction to go. How many were there that uh, were chosen for that? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, and you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We're going to do our DNA, which we haven't done for a little while, although you probably heard it on all the shows. <laughs> it's kind of hard not to hear it when we do it every show, so there you go. Uh, DNA is kind of what we're built of, our building block, so to speak. How do we handle every day? I, I did find out, just like I told you last Monday, I'm telling you this Monday, I'll tell you next Monday, and every Monday that the Lord allows us to be on the air, that there's more news coming. Yep, we've found out there's no way around it. Uh, so because of that, we need to act a certain way or function a certain way or operate in a certain way, and here's how you do it, through DNA. D stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily! Did you you miss that cheery voice? Daily! Every day, spend some time time with the guy that's in the sky. Just that simple. It's not not have to be a specific amount. Just spend time with the Lord. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of what he had to say in Luke 9, 26. He said, if you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. It's like, yeah, don't do that. That's dumb. And then A, always be ready... To serve. To serve. Which here's the hard part for most people. Other people have to come to mind for us to be willing to serve. Other people. How are they doing? What do they need? How can you help them? You want somebody to be a blessing to you, and you want somebody to strengthen you and help you and encourage you, then you, what a man sows, that that he also shall reap, so you be a blessing and be a strength and be a comfort and encouragement to others. It's just like, okay. That's not overly complex. And we talked about this in the past, uh, the law of uh, – Reprocity, reprocity. I can't remember the name of it. We talked about it a long time ago when people are like, oh, that's like karma. It's like, no, the Christian version was 1,100 years before. 1,100 years because it's in the Old Testament. So that's a whole separate thing. Fight about that another time. I don't have time for that right now, but here's what I do have time for. The trivia question in the book of Acts, how many men were chosen to wait on tables? If you are not sure and you can look at your Bible because you're not driving— See how that worked? 
Acts chapter 6, verse 2 and 3 will tell you what the number is. Again, 972-445-0770. Reciprocity years. So yeah, that's it. Uh, text 214-214-843. It's too early. I'm back too early. I need time to get my brain going. And then uh, also you can send an email, david at hemusincrease.org. Let's get into the rest of our text before we do anything else. Oops, somebody is calling, so we will give them an opportunity. I will tell you that we have been grandparents, and I'd like to say we've been great-grandparents, but I would just say we've been okay grandparents. But I did do something that was absolutely hilarious uh, to my kids. So when uh, when Josh and Ashley and uh, Julianne and Jared were younger, before they had children, we had them over uh, to watch a movie, and I have a picture. Okay. Well, on Saturday, listen to this. I had the grandkids. So we had uh, we had Addie Bug, and we had Isaiah Anthony, and we had Carter Bear, and we had Stella. And they were all over on the couch watching a picture and I uh, watching a, a movie. And I took a picture of them, and it's stunningly eerie how close the pictures are between their parents and them. It's just like, ooh. <laughs> That's so weird. Isn't that weird? Stuff like that's weird. Anyhow, somebody's ready to answer the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. It's Mary. Hi, Mary. How are you? Doing pretty good. Now, I wanted to. Now, what about the picture? Oh, well, see. So I, the children? I, yeah, so I have a picture of the grandchildren. And there's four of them, and it's so similar to the picture of the children who were watching television. It's it's actually so bizarre because it's like the same TV that my children and and the and the in-laws are like. There's not the in-laws, but it's Jared and Julianne, Joshua and Ashley. We're all watching this television, this movie at our house. Then forward six years, six and a half years, and there's all of the grandkids watching the same television, looking the same picture. It's like so bizarre. It's like wow. Oh, so they don't? Do they? Any of them look like their their parents? Yeah, there's no denying any of them. (laughs) They're all they all they all look like they all look like the 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 mom or the dad. I feel sorry for all of them. Um, yeah. <laughs> now you know what I wanted to tell you. You know, you talked about um, Burke a, a while back about his throwing his toy up in the air and then going after it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now he would love to play fetch. <laughs> I, I don't know what. I know yeah, that's what he, he likes. Really that's that's a sign that he would love. To have somebody throw the toy and they go and get it. That's what we and we do that and then you every have to day. Bring it back to you. Yeah, we, we have we have like twelve tennis balls in the backyard and we throw them every day. He's a he's he loves it. He has so much fun. Yeah, he's a good dog. All right, I need uh, you to answer the trivia question, but I, I have a feeling you'll get it correct. In the book of Acts, how, many, how many men were chosen okay. to wait on tables? How many? Seven. That is correct. You are right, Mary. That's an excellent job, Mary. Yeah, one of them was Stephen. <laughs> yep, exactly. Was the first martyr, the first man to be put to death for because he loved the Lord and 
and uh, committed to our Heavenly Father. He was the first one. Amen. That's exactly right. You're going to have to do some teaching for us. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know about teaching, but anyway, um, anyway, uh, you have a good day, and uh, Lord bless you, and I love this weather. I I thank the Lord for this beautiful weather that we're getting. It's nice. So anyway, you're right. But if it's you nice. try that with with Bert, I bet he would learn get catch on right away. I wonder what he if he has. He must have some retriever in him, maybe. Yeah, he's. A, if his head is flat, is his head flat and kind of round and flat? His head's not as flat as mine. Trust me. It's not as flat as his mine. <laughs> oh, it's not. <laughs> Because, you know, the, the the Labrador Retriever has a flat head. There you go. They, they do. They have a flat head. And uh, so it's flat on top. So I was thinking maybe he might have a Labrador Retriever in him. But um, those Golden Retrievers, they have a real beautiful head. Yep. Uh, it could be one of them. It could be a Retriever, too. So Golden Retriever. Well, I'll let you go, and um, I'll be listening, okay? All right. Thanks, Mary. God bless. You're, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. So, Mary, doing a great job answering the questions. Now, going back to our uh, text, so here it says, Who will harm you if you're zealous for what is good? This is First Peter 3, 13, verse 14. But even if you should suffer... Uh, for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their intimidation. Do not be shaken. Verse 15, here's the big verse. Oh, 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 big verse. But in your hearts, sanctify Christ as Lord. Now, why it says your hearts versus even your minds is because the heart often refers to the emotional center, uh, your feelings, how you're, how you're, and in your feelings, in your processes, what you're going through, set apart Jesus Christ as Lord. He's in charge of all of it. Even if it feels yucky because they're treating you poorly because you're a Christian, set apart Jesus Christ. Sanctify, set apart Jesus in your heart as Lord. He's in charge of even your emotional status. And then it says, always be prepared to articulate a defense to everyone who asks you to give you a reason, to give them a reason for the hope that you have. This is why Christians should stop complaining. Because when we complain, we give no opportunity to give witness that Jesus Christ is sanctified in our hearts. It's just the reality can't change it when we sit there and go and the lord did this and there is no testimony you just blew it into the water that's why you don't do that you set apart jesus christ as lord in your heart even in the feelings process not that you don't have feelings you just make sure that they don't overrun the lord and in doing that you have an answer you can give to people on why you have this hope inside of you. It's because of Jesus. Okay, we'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Most of my life, it feels like I've been what is the David Spoon Experience? 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been my privilege in my past. I've been a Christian for a short time, only about 40 years. But when I was in my first year, I had a chance to meet James Robeson, who had a chance to pray for my brother and myself. Uh, very helpful at a very needful time as we were fighting our way out of a Christian cult. And uh, he prayed for clarity. And uh, it was just a pastor's gathering in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, I have the privilege again of interviewing one of what what I consider to be one of the great men of God who are still with us on this planet. And I just want to give a wholehearted welcome and open door and open heart to James Robeson. Uh, thank you, sir, for being a part of our show and a part of our audience. Well, David, it's a pleasure to join with you, and I'm grateful that praying together was uh, meaningful to you to a very important part and point in your life. So just joy to be with you and your listeners. Now, David, can I just download what I believe is the heart of our Heavenly Father to your listeners for a few minutes? Yes, please, by all means. When I spoke to the leaders before the election, and I talked about the need, this is in Washington, there were nearly 2,000 pastors and church leaders there. And I said, I'm telling you, there are people right now who are being captivated by the Jesus they see in some of our lives. And I said, listen to me, we have a fatherless nation, desperately in need of a father. If we, as believers, as Christians, who have the perfect father, if we would show people clearly what the family of the perfect father looks like, I believe the fatherless would run to the father and the father's house. And I believe that. I said that to the president of the United States. I said, sir, your children say you're a good father. Eric Trump happened to be sitting by me when I first said that. Eric said, he's a great father. I said, well, he may be, but that doesn't mean he's flawless. I do believe that we need a father, and I believe we can pray, and God can raise up people that have a father's heart. And so I began to emphasize the church revealing what the father's like. Now listen to me. We as believers comprise the body of Christ the body of born-again, baptized into Christ believers who are born from above. We have a perfect Heavenly Father who reveals His will. He's not willing that any should perish. He said, you call on me, and I'll heal your land. Now listen to me. Christian believers, we're not looking for a champion. We've got one. He's the only one that rides the white horse. We're not looking for a king. We have a king. The King of kings, the Lord of lords. That's Jesus. He holds kings in His hand. Our king, our shepherd, our father, said, come to me as my family, and you ask me to heal your land in desperate need of healing. You come in humility. You come knowing I'm the only one that can heal, and I can use imperfect vessels to accomplish my perfect will. I always have. I always will. 